This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi ta'ala na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min siyyati a'malina min yahdihi allahu falamudillalah wa min yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharikalah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار in verse 105 of surah al-maida Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يا ايها الذين امنوا عليكم انفسكم لا يضركم من ضل اذا اهتديتم or you who believe take responsibility for your own selves you will not be harmed by those who are misguided so long as you are guided this verse contains many benefits many points that we could discuss many principles but in the short time that we have available to us today i want to bring to your attention two principles that we take from this verse of the quran this surah surah al-maidah this verse the one that i just recited allah azza wa jalla gives to us two principles The first of those principles is the principle that we find at the opening portion of this verse. Oh you who believe take responsibility for your own selves. That is a principle in our religion that each and every single one of us is ultimately responsible for ourselves, our deeds, our actions, our thoughts, our speech, our words. What I do, I will be held to account for and what you do, you will be held to account for. Wala taziru waziratun wizra ukhra. No person will bear the burden or the sin of another. You will not be asked about me on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, and I will not be asked about you on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. I am not responsible for the community of Muslims, for the one billion plus Muslims across the world, let alone the other billions of non-Muslims. I am responsible initially, primarily, for myself, and you are responsible for yourself. That is a principle in our religion. We are responsible for those that are under our responsibility, our care, so long as they remain under our care and our responsibility that falls within this verse allah azza wa jalla says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu qu anfusakum mahlikum nara or you who believe save yourselves your families from the fire and the prophet told us sallallahu alayhi wasallam kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyatihi every one of you is a shepherd every one of you is responsible for your flock this principle in our religion is extremely important generally but especially in the situation that we find ourselves in today our situation currently in this country where we're in a local lockdown perhaps allah azza wa jalla knows best maybe even very soon another national lockdown it is a situation where we find ourselves in a difficult circumstance difficult hard challenges that come across us when we're in these restricted circumstances but one of the things that you find within the quran and the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam One of the things that you find if you study the lives of the companions radiyallahu anhum ajma'in and the lives of the scholars of the past is that in times of difficulty they would see opportunity. 
Yes, the circumstances are difficult, they're different. But within difficulty, Allah Azza wa Jal, for the believer, always places opportunity. One of those opportunities that we have in this current situation is to pay attention more to this principle, to be more concerned about ourselves and where we're going, what we've achieved and what we have left to achieve. If we were to pass away today or tomorrow, how would we stand before Allah Azza wa Jal? In what state would we stand before our Lord and Creator, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala? Alaykum and Fusakum. Take responsibility for yourselves. When we're restricted in terms of our social activities, when we're told don't mix with other households, when many of us are still probably working from home, when we're not in the normal routine and the distractions of the dunya that we would normally be engaged in, that is an opportunity that Allah Azza wa Jal has placed before us. Doesn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran tell us in Surah Yusuf, when the Prophet Yusuf salam is placed in prison unfairly, unjustly, but he sees an opportunity with his fellow inmates to give them da'wah to Allah and to call them to Islam, to tell them about the tawheed of Allah Azza wa Jal. The believer finds opportunity even in difficult circumstances. So in the circumstance that we find ourselves in, when you have more time, more opportunity to learn, and the avenues of learning are open before you, online and all the classes that go on from this masjid and from other places as well, you have the opportunity to spend more time with the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, to improve on your Quran reading that you've wanted to do for so many years, but because of work, because of this, because of that, you've been unable to do so. You have an opportunity now to spend more of your time embedding within your daily routine the adhkar of the morning and the evening and the different adhkar of the day and the night. You have an opportunity now to work on your salah, to understand your salah and what you're reading, to make sure that you're praying correctly, to learn and to ensure that you're praying the sunnah prayers before and after the salawat. You have an opportunity now to learn about your religion, something that you've always wanted to read, to know, to learn, to study. Allah Azza wa Jal has given you that opportunity. And the Prophet told us, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that no two feet of a child of Adam will move from in front of their Lord on Yawm Al-Qiyamah until Allah Azza wa Jal asks them about five things. And from those five is how they spent their life the time that they were afforded with, the opportunities that were presented to them, what they did with them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to, this, gives to us this important principle. If you were to look at the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam taking opportunity. And that's why you find even within his life alayhi salatu wasalam, despite the immense difficulties that he was facing, despite the magnanimity of the challenges that were occurring in the time of the Prophet ﷺ. He's being persecuted and tortured and exiled from his homeland and they're fighting in wars and so many things are going on. But still, the Prophet ﷺ has time to improve in his worship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Still, the Prophet ﷺ has time and more time that he finds in the study of the Qur'an and to teach his companions radiallahu anhum ajma'een. Still, the Prophet ﷺ has time to serve his family to look after the poor and the needy, to look after the welfare of the orphans and the widows in his community, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That's what the Muslim does in this type of situation because they understand this principle that when they come to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal won't ask you what the NHS said to you or what the doctor said to you or whatever everyone else. Allah azza wa jal will ask us primarily what we did with the circumstances that we were dealt with. In those circumstances, there is an opportunity to excel, 
to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the Prophet of Allah والسلام, despite the difficulty of their circumstances and more or less without exception in the Quran, more or less every single story of the Prophets of Allah in the Quran is a story of trial and difficulty. Be that trial with illness, be that trial with family, be that trial with loss, be that trial with their nations and the people who disbelieved in them and rejected them. They are stories of trials. But within those stories of trials, you will always find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlighting what that Prophet did and how they excelled. It may be in their worship of Allah azawajal, it may be in their patience, it may be in their gratitude, it may be in their outlook and their ihsan and their taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah always stresses that point within the Qur'an. So when we have those similar circumstances, Allah azawajal tells us to focus on what is important. And one of the opportunities that these current situations provide us with is a chance and an opportunity to refocus, to refocus on that important principle. عَلَيْكُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارَ Take responsibility for yourselves. Save yourselves and your families from the fire. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن والسنة ونفعني وياكم بما فيهما من الآيات والحكمة أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد The second principle that we take from this verse 105 of Surah Al-Ma'idah is the second portion of the verse. لا يضركم من ضل إذا اهتديتم You will not be harmed by those who are misguided so long as you remain guided. One of the misunderstandings concerning this verse is that people or sometimes we are told or we may think that this verse then means that I don't have to worry about anyone else. I don't have to enjoy the good or forbid the evil. I don't have to worry about anyone else. Their path is their path. They choose what they choose. They do what they do. And that's not my issue. That is not the correct understanding of this verse. The correct understanding is that when Allah says that you will not be harmed by the misguidance of those so long as you are guided, by the misguidance of those who are misguided so long as you are guided, part of that guidance is that you want good for others. So you are responsible for the people that are under your care. You are responsible for enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. You are responsible for those people that you have some influence over, whether that be within your family or your neighbors or your friends. You are responsible for helping them and enjoying them with good, forbidding them from evil, guiding them towards what is beneficial for them. And this is mentioned in the narration of Abu Dawood and Al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah. Qais ibn Abi Hazim says that when Abu Bakr first assumed the Khilafah, became the Khalifa of the Muslims, he said, O oh people, you read this verse, the one that I recited to you of Surah Ma'idah. But I heard the Prophet say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, إِنَّ النَّاسَ إِذَا رَأَوْا ظَالِمًا فَلَمْ يَأْخُذُوا عَلَى يَدَيْهِ أَوْ شَكَ أَنْ يَعُمَّهُمُ اللَّهُ بِيَقَابٍ مِّنْ If the people see oppression and they don't stop it amongst their midst, perhaps Allah Azza wa will destroy all of them with a punishment from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there is still responsibility that is based upon our shoulders. But when you remember that your first priority is yourself, and part of that prioritizing yourself is enjoying the good and forbidding the evil within your family and around yourselves as much as possible, then you combine between those two great principles that Allah mentions within the Qur'an. Because just as these circumstances give us and afford us opportunities, they also bring for us traps of shaitan. Because now that you have more time, you have more opportunity to waste that time. 
more time to spend on TV, more time to spend online and social media, more time spending just wasting days and those days are turning into weeks and months and only Allah knows how long this continues for. The way of the scholars of the passage that they would take those opportunities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to them and use them in the most beneficial of ways. So Allah azza wa tells us to focus on these two principles because they encapsulate for us the principles of success. If we focus on what is important and prioritize ourselves in terms of what we need to do to attain Allah Azza wa Jal's reward, and then we focus on those around us by enjoying the good, forbidding the evil, doing what we can in the way that we can, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that that is the path to success. Ask Allah Azza wa Jal by His most beautiful names and lofty attributes on this blessed day of Jumu'ah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst the truly guided, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showers His mercy and blessings upon us, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us, keeps us and our families and our communities safe and that Allah Azza wa lifts from us and from among the people of this world this disease that we're currently facing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our affairs easy for us and may Allah Azza wa protect our lives and our livelihoods, our families and our loved ones. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.